Welcome to Mommypreneur Wednesday, a podcast empowering women to build their businesses while raising the next generation. Episode four, how to run your business while pregnant. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, hump day, and we're almost there throughout the week. And um, we come to you live every Wednesday, Mommypreneur Wednesdays. And if you joined us last week, we talked with Clean World on how to clean with mommy. And we had Princess Gabby involved. And so today is more about mommies, especially mommies who are expecting. Or if you're not expecting, you we just need some breathing techniques on how to really de-stress ourselves, especially in the crazy times that we have going on thus far. So I met this beautiful, beautiful young lady, um, gosh, maybe like in March or so. And um, I fell in love with her. So as you guys know, I'm expecting 36 weeks today. And so I've always wanted to have a doula. I wanted her to do it with Gabby, but it's just the cards didn't play out. And so I made sure I really was looking for one. Then COVID happened. I was like, well, do I need a doula? I'm not sure. But I talked to her anyway. And with her virtual support, it's been amazing. So I'm going to bring her on. And we're actually going to do like a live session together. Um, and she's going to talk about her nonprofit in Baltimore and how you guys can help. Um, all women should definitely be able to experience having a doula, no matter what type of economic status you have. Right. And so we're going to bring her on so we can talk more about her nonprofit, and then how we can have some deep breathing, not only for labor purposes, but just in life because we're moms and we do a lot. So let me bring on Anna. Hey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so Hello. tell me, yes, tell me more about mom care. Um, so Mom Cares is a um, program for Black mothers in particular. Um, we started and uh, officially started in 2017 um, with uh, being fiscally sponsored and being able to kind of just have our business. But I've been doing um, birth work since, for the last 13 years. And um, I've been doing the specific work of Mom Cares since around my, my son's birth. Um, my son was born premature and there was kind of a gap in services and like support um, that I was really anticipating having support and it just unfortunately wasn't there. So Mom Cares um, started initially to support um, Black women in particular in, um, in the postpartum who have babies that are in NICU. Um, and since, since 2017, we've gone through a, a lot of growth. And so now we are still um, Black women-centered and Black women-focused, but now we're also providing um, birth support to moms in the hospital um, who might, may need a little extra support. They may be high risk. Um, they may have a history of, you know, NICU support, or they just they just feel like they need an extra hand with um, with the birth. And like you were saying, um, every mom deserves a doula. Every mom deserves that, that extra support in the room. Yes, absolutely. Um, and definitely, you know, with I, I'm high risk. Every pregnancy for me is high risk. So um, I've always wanted to have a, a water birth. Clearly, that's not in the cards for me. But, um, but yeah, it, it's important that even when you're high risk, you'll see all these different doctors 
that you have some normalcy of somebody who can just say, hey, you don't need this type of medicine or worry about that. It just really bring you back to center because um, it's nerve wracking to hear that you have your high risk and the, what can happen and all of that stuff versus like, let's just enjoy your pregnancy and center yourself. So I'm super excited about that part with you. And I would, I would also add that um, when I hear high risk, that just means high service. And that means Ooh. that we, get, we just give more love and are, are a little bit more attentive. Of course, all of our doulas are attentive to all of our moms. Um, but when you're high risk, you need a little bit of extra care and that extra sensitivity. Like you said, like people are telling you about complications and things that could happen and doing all types of projecting on what could happen with your birth, um, where we know that birth, every birth is different. Every woman is different. Mm -hmm. So um, I just think it's it's more high service. I might I might change the terming from high risk to high service. I like that. I really do like that. Cause I'm, I'm a little bougie, so I like the high. I like the high service. <laughs> yeah, Miss <laughs> Melissa's getting that high service duplicate. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about deep breathing. So tomorrow is like I'm excited, but I'm also having a dreading feeling because my cerclage comes out tomorrow, um, and it's a big deal because that's what's been keeping baby in and safe and. My cervix checks have been long, four, I think four inches long, nice and high. And so everybody's so excited. At least the doctors are very proud of the work they've done of keeping baby in with the cerclage. But now cerclage has to come out tomorrow. And um, from last time with Gabby, it was not a pleasant time in the office. <laughs> a 20 minute procedure took like an hour for mm -hmm. the cerclage to come out. And she, I got that done at 20 weeks because it was emergency. This one was planned since we know how my cervix backed up. So, and she put two stitches in this time. So, um, and with COVID going on, Adrian is still not able to attend the um, visit with us at all. He can wait in the car, um, but he's not able to come in. So with a mask on and they make us wear gloves um, at the high-risk doctor, um, I'm supposed to have this cloth taken out tomorrow. So I'm excited because it means I'm coming near to the end to meet my son, but I'm also nervous because I'm gonna be by myself. Um, and I remember, I know the pain. And so I, um, I definitely want you to walk me through on how to utilize deep breathing and centering on how to make um, the this, this situation as best as possible. Because if they can't get it out, then I have to get an epidural to get it out. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to limit epidurals if I even want to get an epidural. <laughs> For sure. Um, so yeah, so I think there's a lot of stuff going on right now, especially because of COVID and things have changed so rapidly and, you know, there's been that kind of little tease of things opening up. And I know you and I have talked about like, well, have they, are they going to change some of the policies? You know, are we going to be able to get in there? Um, and so there's just a lot of, um, there's just a lot of stuff going on at the same time, which is also probably compounding on the anxiety that you might be feeling. Mm -hmm. And so when we hold um, we hold our memories in our body, we hold our trauma in our bodies. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have a physical reaction when we're coming up to, you know, feeling something that we 
that's been familiar or something that we've experienced before. So our body is designed to kind of constrict in, in pain. But unfortunately, because as we're constricting um, to kind of brace for the pain, it does things physiologically that will increase your pain. Mm. Um, so the thing about pain is you, you can have pain and pleasure um, are, are two different um, ends of the feeling spectrum, right? So um, you can have an intense pain um, and you can have pleasure, but you can't necessarily feel them both at the same time to the same degree. So when it comes to um, when it comes to self-soothing or or if you were to have someone soothe you, doing something like rubbing your leg rhythmically or or rubbing some part of your body that 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 just feels good, um, because that will take your brain can't focus on both things. And my son is saying hello with his Thomas train. <laughs> um, so your body your body your brain can't focus on both sensations of pleasure and pain to the same degree. So I, I know there's some people out there that are like, mm, ah, you know, I've had some experience with that. But mm -hmm. there you can't they can't you can't dial in at the same degree. So doing little things that are self-calming, you know, rubbing yourself, rocking back and forth, things that, that feel good in your body are um kind of to begin with. Okay. Um and then also, you know, we we are thinkers. We are our, our feelings and our thoughts are always with us. And uh -huh. so, taking a moment, I would say, um, and I don't know if we, you and I, have done this yet. We don't have to do it right now. But um, playing a game called worst case, best case. Uh -huh. So, did we do this? Did we do the worst case, best case? I don't think, we did. I don't think okay. we did. No. So, the worst case, best case is a little trick that I use because, you know, I can tend to worry sometimes. My son being in the NICU, I definitely have had those moments of worry. Mm -hmm. um, and so, the worst case is allowing yourself to just embrace what you're feeling and go as crazy as, as you want, as crazy as your mind is trying to go. Just say, okay, whatever. So, for, for instance, um, I would say, you know, I'm hungry right now. And so if I don't get any food, I'm afraid that I'm going to get, I'm going to starve to death. I'm never going to get married. Nobody's ever going to want me because I'm going to become emaciated. And somebody's going to come and take my child because I obviously can't take care of myself because I don't have any food in the house. It's like, and so I go all the way there to let myself do that. Right. Okay. And then I bring myself back to center and I say, best case scenario. Best case scenario is I'm hungry. Someone brings me something to eat. I, I order DoorDash. The DoorDash person comes and it just so happens to be the man of my dreams. And he's a prince. He's just kind of doing his thing as a DoorDash person in America. <laughs> and he comes and he brings me my food and he feeds me. And he's so sexy. And then he proposes to me and then he takes me and my son to another part of the country and we live happily ever after. So that seems very silly, but it does a lot as far as number one, releasing that fear and being able to name it and let it go. We're in this positivity, you know, positivity, like, oh, positive vibes only. And I agree, but you have to allow your emotions and your feelings to flow through in order because they'll get stuck if you if you um, ignore them. So a lot. So naming those feelings, naming that fear, saying, "Okay, I'm afraid this is gonna hurt." And what what happens if it hurts? Maybe if it hurts, I'm gonna kick the, the, the doctor in the face, and they're gonna sue me, or whatever you know, whatever yeah. your brain goes. Right? Allow your brain to do that, and then bring yourself back and remind you, remind yourself that there's another side to that. Uh -huh. 
Best case scenario, my son. Hello, say hello, Aiden. It's mom's universe. You're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you can't talk because mommy's talking, okay? Um, just sit there and be cute. Um, so so that's the first, the first thing is um, really allowing yourself to feel those emotions, to feel that, and to be honest with yourself so yeah. that you can make space to kind of just to to relax and then the you know the best case scenario can be kind of funny and it kind of lightens your mood and gets you again with the pain and pleasure mm-hmm. you can't focus on like the worst case and the best case at the same time right, so right. ending with the best case you kind of made yourself laugh or lighten the mood or kind of gotten your mind off of what was really going on after yeah. you and right. so then we're moving with into the deep breathing part and so when our bodies naturally in defense are going to tense up when there's pain, right? And so you're going to use the breath to allow your body to relax. So you're not necessarily fighting against that inclination to tense, but you're using your breath to allow yourself to, to, to breathe that relaxation into your body. Okay. And so I love this. Um, and so with, um, with the breath, you're going, you're going, of course, you're more than likely going to be laying down. So you just find as comfortable, as comfortable a position as you can and take a moment. And it's definitely okay for you to say to, for you to tell your provider, I need a second. You know, I, I know that sometimes, especially with these like in and out procedures, mm-hmm. the inclination is to go really quick and do. And so you are allowed to say, can we have a second so that I can prepare myself, especially because, you know, you're, you're going to be doing this, you know, independent of your main support system, which is your husband. Right. Right, And so being, so you, you having your voice and using your voice and saying, okay, I know I'm here for this. I'm feeling a little anxiety. We need to take a second before you touch me. Also being clear about like, I, you know, some people are like, I need you to tell me everything that you're doing right now. I need you to talk me through it because I got to focus on something else or I don't want you to say anything. Just go. <laughs> Do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so knowing which end of the spectrum you're on. That's a good point. That is a good point. So um, be, be, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You make a good point. I'm trying to think, do I want to know? <laughs> Or do I just like, listen, just go ahead and get it done. <laughs> I think we need towards just go ahead and get it done. Right. Just, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Pull the bandaid off. Um, right. But so the, before we get into the breathing itself, I want us to hum. Okay. Because normally, because when, you know, I, when I am not around my son, I like to use colorful words mm-hmm. because that's a release. That vibration of sound is a release. Right. Yeah. And so, Humming in the same way can be a release if you don't want to cuss and scream and fight and all those other things. Gotcha. And it also has an element of the breath, which is going to focus you on to helping you relax. Okay. So um, just find a comfortable seat. And we're going to breathe in through our nose deeply. So we're breathing all the way in down into our belly and okay. then allowing it to come out with a hum. Okay? Okay. So... Deep breath in and out. Okay, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. And so, number one, again, it encourages the breath, 
mm-hmm. the movement of breath. And so when we breathe in, we don't necessarily always take whole breaths in and whole breaths out. And so sometimes that air gets stuck in our bodies and we're not, we're not using the, the whole, um, the whole opportunity to breathe. So the humming allows us to kind of make sure that we're pushing as much air out as possible. Mm -hmm. And also that vibration also creates a sensation that Mm -hmm. you can, you can choose to focus on outside of something else. Right. Right. So let's do it one one more time. Okay. Deep breath in. Mm-hmm. It is relaxing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, and it doesn't have to be like melodious. It can have its dips and peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's so that's the hum, um, and again, as you're letting out, so you should feel your body kind of release. So you're bringing in, yeah. you're filling up, and then you're allowing your body to completely release with the breath. So um, let's let's do just a deep breath in. Okay. And breath out. And again, deep breath in. And breath out. And I want you to continue to do the deep breath in and breath out. Find your own rhythm. And I'm going to talk you through a visualization that you can also use. You can say this to yourself or you can just have it in your head. You can have me on speakerphone if you want me to do that later. <laughs> too. So, <laughs> no laughing. We're not supposed to no, no, We're serious. We're serious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so deep breath in. Breathing in the life-giving energy of the breath, releasing out, imagining all of the things that you need in this moment, peace, comfort, relief, whatever it is you need. Begin to focus in on those things. And slowly breathe those things in through your nose, through the breath. Giving your body exactly what you need in this moment. And as you breathe out, begin to think about the things that are not serving you in this moment. Maybe the fear and anxiety, restlessness, worry. And allow those things that you need, that you're breathing in, to gently escort those things that no longer serve you out with the breath. So you feel comfortable giving yourself the joy and peace that you need while thanking the anxiety that might be there for 
for being there and serving its purpose and allowing it to go. Breathing in and releasing, allowing your shoulders to soften. Focusing in on the sound of your breath moving in and out through your body. Knowing that in this moment, you're safe and cared for. Focus your breath and allow your breath to move down into your belly, giving that beautiful life giving energy to your baby, who is grateful and dependent on you always. And noticing whether it may still remain some tension. Allowing yourself to breathe that love and that peace that you need to those areas that still may be holding on. in your body what it needs right now. Allowing the breath to move you from moment to moment. Focusing on that life-giving energy. When you're ready, you feel safe, you slowly come back into the moment. And stretching your neck a little bit, pulling your shoulders back. Finally, slowly blinking your eyes back open. How was that? Really good. <laughs> good. I can just have you in headphones tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I said, just keep, just keep me on speed dial. I'll be right here. I'll no, but right that, here. that was good. And even when um, I heard your son, and I just put this in perspective for those who are not going through birth, um, that's still even a raw moment, right? Like, Kids might be in the background talking, laughing, doing whatever. And if you just need that mommy moment, like that's definitely a way to like really try to center yourself still with them being around. Of course, if you have a time to get away in a sense or they're not in, exactly in the room, that would work. But sometimes we don't have that pleasure <laughs> to do that. And so learning how to center and breathe while they're still in the room is important. Right. And what I what I know for sure is that children are are kind of smarter than us, and so 
you know, I, I have a, a background in education before I, I went full time at doing birth work. I was in education. And whenever I would say, okay, let's meditate, children with no real frame of reference would sit and they would sit up and they would have their little mudras in their hands and they would close their eyes because they already kind of know what, what yeah. these words and these things are. And so, um, of course, you know, and I think as moms, as especially, we are always going and always for someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I make sure that even when I'm doing a meditation just for myself, I remind myself that I don't have to be doing anything right now in this moment. Like I don't have to be constantly thinking about the next thing or the next or yeah. grocery shopping or diapers or, you know, food prepping. I can just be in this moment and give myself that space. And the world is not going to crumble, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, the world is not going to crumble if I give myself five minutes to just breathe. Right. Um, and, I, and I think especially as a black woman, I think, you know, we're going through a lot right now. And there's a lot of things that visually that we're seeing and we're hearing and being reported. And on top of the COVID pandemic, um, that we really need to make sure that we're prioritizing and taking care of ourselves because you know, we're, we're taking care of everybody else. So um, I think it's, it's very important. Like you said, not just um, through birth, of course, that's helpful. Um, But just in general, the the birth, I feel like the birth journey begins way before conception and continues into the adulthood of your child, because your child is constantly being reborn. And as are you, you know, having to adjust to who, who that child is becoming. So um, yeah, so that's, that's that. I think, um, we did the toning, uh, which always feels kind of like, weird. <laughs> um, but again, that the, the toning, um, also is associated with getting that vibration into the body and like, just kind of focus, having a focus outside of the pain. So the, so, you know, there, there may be some element of pain there. Right. And so, mm-hmm. Also doing doing some exercises and some affirmations around the fact, you know, like how it may make you feel. Like being in that room without your husband make make you feel abandoned. It may make you feel like you're alone, but you're not. Your husband is gonna. I I can I feel like I can see Adrian like at the door of the doctor's office, like like I'm coming to get my woman, like. But in that moment, it feels it it you know those that fear and anxiety is going to try to lie to you and tell you that you don't have those things. And that's going to also contribute to that pain that you, that you, that will manifest in the body. So being prepared with some manifest, with some manifestations, with some affirmations, you know, I am cared for, I am safe. Mm. I, I am loved, you know, I, you know, I move through this moment, I'm moving through this moment, you know? Right. And so again, also in, you know, in birth and even like just in life, you know, each moment is different, you know, from this moment to the next, like I could stub my toe and then it really hurts right now. And then two seconds later, it doesn't hurt as much. It doesn't. And so allowing yourself to acknowledge that you get to move away from that, away from that pain and like a ripple. Right. And so, yeah. yes, it, it may hurt right now, but the, the, the more that you're staying in the moment, the more that you can kind of start uh-huh. to move away. Right. Um, so, um, so, so that's, that's what I have as far as the, the breathing, I think um, just making sure that we're practicing that breath 
and the deep cleansing breath. So we've talked about this before. So sometimes, especially when we're scared or when we're in pain, we have that shallow breath that kind of gets stuck right here yeah. in, in, the, in the heart chakra or in the chest. And so yeah. making sure that you're really moving that breath through your body. So you're bringing it through your nose, down, all the way down to the belly and then bringing it back up slowly. And again, we're, we don't need to rush. And so counting your breaths is also helpful. Mm -hmm. um, so counting the breaths is helpful. And then just focusing on making sure that, that you are, um, you're doing a complete breath in. Yeah, I can definitely tell you last night when I woke up in the middle of the night with heartburn Mm. And I was trying to get myself together. I had that that panic that that got stuck here. So I just stood up. I said, "Okay, I need a complete breath here mm -hmm. to get back into the rhythm." So that definitely that definitely helped last night right, right. Um, or early this morning uh, when I woke up with heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> right, heartburn was not my favorite part of pregnancy. I, I have to admit that was not not a good. Good luck. But they say that that then that means baby boy's gonna have a lot of hair. So yeah, we'll see. it's the same thing about Gabby. She had a lot of hair, but not as much as how bad that heartburn was. <laughs> understood. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Um, so do you want to just practice some, just some, you know, outside of the visualization and the humming and things? You just want to practice some focus breaths or. How are you feeling right now? I, f I like the breath um, okay. and the humming. Okay. Um, and and hopefully I can have something in my hand so I can, you know, um, put more yeah. attention into the, to my hand than the pain. Um, mm -hmm. so I, feel, I think I'm good on that part. Yeah, you know? and so. So even with, with the, the clenching of the fist, like making sure that as you're clenching and unclenching as much as possible, of course, we're doing this in the comfort of our homes right now. And there's right. no threat, we're kind of like chilling. Um, so, but as much as possible, as you're clenching, giving yourself a break to let go mm. and then we'll come back because that okay. clenching is still going to represent some tension in your body. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, doing this feels, you know, bracing for it feels helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and so for some people that that's more effective than like trying to be loose, but allowing the energy to kind of release and flow um, in those in those moments of um, of tension and release. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I think life life is especially mommyhood is definitely about tension and relief for me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that this was great. This was great. Um, definitely need it. Um, and I'm hoping that other moms out there definitely are able to utilize this. Um, again, you don't need this only if you're going through labor. I saw some people in the comments that they do the deep breathing every day to relax them. So that's good to hear that people are practicing now. And um, I can even just see myself using it past it because of maybe I just need a time of babies crying or colicky and Gabby wants to build a fort or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have the energy for any of this right now. <laughs> um, and so bringing myself back to center and focus, back to Melissa, um, before you can proceed to be a mom, you need to be healthy in yourself. Right, for sure. I, I 
wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, there was a point where I thought I was being selfish by like asking for like really like regular things. Like I need to be able to go outside for a minute without anybody and just be outside, yeah. especially, you know, um, during the quarantine. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's so selfish. Why are you, you know, and it's like, no, like in order for me to fulfill the, the needs of the people that are depending on me, I need to be filled. I need to be okay. Yeah. And so these things are important. So um, I, I definitely am um, an advocate of intentional self-care and self-care doesn't have to be like vacations, even yeah. though I do like vacations, yeah. or like <laughs> vacations and bubble bath. It could just be stopping and yeah. breathing, you know? So absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Anna. Um, it was a pleasure. You know, we're talking after this, but for those who really want to reach you, let them know how they can reach you. Of course. So if, if there are any anybody who is interested in services of mom cares and learning more about mom cares, um, we are on Instagram. So it's mom cares underscore Baltimore um, on Facebook. If you put in mom cares Baltimore, we pop up. Um, our website is www the rising mom cares. Um, and also if you're interested in an inquiry, if you have someone that you would like to refer to services or you're interested in the, the other services that we um, are currently giving, especially some of our COVID relief stuff, you can email momcaresbaltimore at gmail.com, all one word. Um, and so just quickly, um, we do, um, because people, some, some of the people in our community are struggling a little bit more than others. We have um, a food donation days that are, are actually on Wednesdays. Um, we also do uh, mini grants for moms who need just a couple of extra um, dollars, quick cash. Um, so we, we open that application up on Friday from nine to five, and that's just a $50 quick um, donation um, grant for diapers or wipes or, you know, you need to pay your, put some money towards your phone bill, whatever. Um, uh, and also, of course, the virtual support. So um, we're, we're working to build a community so that we can have some, some, some of these similar conversations in a group. And so people can say, you know, am I crazy? And everybody can say, no, you're not crazy. Right, right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, definitely, definitely, um, Mom cares is definitely in my heart. It will always be my heart. Class baby, yeah. um, is definitely a service that's needed and just a sounding board because whether your partner is a male or female, it, when you're going through pregnancy, you have all different types of thoughts and all types of emotions, and if they're all valid, and Anna has made me feel like it's okay when Adrian doesn't understand. Um, or you may be part of me complaining about the same thing over and over again. <laughs> she listens. <laughs> it makes me feel valid. Um, or I text her like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. So um, Julie has been an angel um, in this family to me now. So um, definitely make sure you guys support mom care um, because everyone definitely deserves the same type of, just like we want healthcare right for everybody. They Everybody deserves the same type of labor support um no matter what the economic status is so that's definitely needed and i also just say that especially as um black women um unfortunately we need that that person that extra person and that extra voice even if we have a partner that's that's involved that extra advocate um 
you know, statistics and numbers are showing that we need that extra advocacy. So yeah. um, a lot of our services are either discounted or pro bono. So please, please reach out if there's anybody who's interested. We're always looking for volunteers. If there's anybody like, I want to help, how can I help? So um, please reach out. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for Mom Mompreneur Wednesday. And um, if I don't give birth for the next week, I will be back. <laughs> next Wednesday. <laughs> and we'll continue to go until baby comes. So thank you guys so much for joining, and I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to Mommy Panuer Wednesday by Melissa Jakes, the CEO and founder of Rescue Event Planning. Want to learn more about my mommy? Visit her website, melissajakes.com, and follow her on Facebook and Instagram at TheMelissaJakes.com.